Welcome to the Marriage Steps Podcast, where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve, and following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. The six steps are establishing a covenant foundation, owning your brokenness, learning to share power, developing emotional attachment, cultivating sexual fireworks, and staying in love. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, licensed psychologist and marriage counselor. If you've benefited from this podcast and want to keep it on the air, please consider becoming a monthly supporter by going to patreon.com forward slash marriage steps. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash marriage steps. Depending on your level of support, you'll receive a public thank you on the podcast, a free marriage training module of your choice, or two free tickets to my next Total Marriage Refresh seminar. Today I'm focusing on two ways unhealed trauma makes you a difficult spouse. Now all of us have trauma on some level from our history, from our upbringing, from our childhood. However, some of us have way more than others. And trauma is defined as anytime you felt mistreated. So that can range from neglect, so perhaps your needs weren't met, you were ignored, you were overlooked, you were invisible. Or it can be abuse, whether it's verbal abuse, physical abuse, or sexual abuse. And this mistreatment can come from anywhere. Most of the time, it comes from our parents. But it can come from siblings. It can come from extended family. It can come from peers, from teachers. So the more you are mistreated growing up, and the less you've received treatment and healing for that mistreatment, the more likely you're a difficult spouse. And maybe you don't even realize it. But hurt people hurt people. And so this episode today is going to focus on two ways unhealed trauma makes you a difficult spouse. The first way is you're going to have skewed interpretations. Skewed interpretations of your partner. So when they do something that upsets you, most likely your interpretation is going to be extreme. You're going to catastrophize. You're going to go to all these extreme thinking and all these extreme interpretations, which is going to lead to extreme emotions and then extreme behaviors. Because when you feel mistreated, that is when your unhealed trauma is going to get activated, which causes skewed interpretations. So for example, I knew a woman and she was mistreated growing up by her dad. Her dad didn't spend much time with her. He was mean to her. He even, he would slap her. He would verbally abuse her. So a lot of mistreatment. So that created a lot of trauma for her, not feeling worthy, not feeling wanted, not feeling lovable by a man. Now this woman's an adult. She's married and her husband goes on a trip to go visit his family. But on this trip, her husband doesn't do a very good job of staying in contact with her. He doesn't call her very often. He doesn't text her very often. And so she starts getting angry. And anger is almost always a secondary emotion because underneath that anger usually is hurt on some level. So she got so angry that he didn't stay in good contact that when he finally came home, she threatened to divorce him. And the reason for that is because of all her skewed interpretations. Her interpretation of him not staying in touch ranged from he doesn't love me, I'm not important to him, he is inconsiderate and insensitive, he must love his family more than me, and he probably wants to divorce me, so I better divorce him. So that's where her mind went. 
because of her unhealed trauma. And that's what happens. And then her feelings were intense. And then her behavior was intense. She was threatening divorce. And obviously, on the other side of that, it can be extremely difficult because you can feel like your spouse is completely overreacting and assuming the worst in your intent and is not being reasonable. And those things are usually true because they're getting activated. Their unhealed trauma is getting activated and it's making them have skewed interpretations of your behavior. Another example is a man I knew that was sexually abused growing up. So sex was misrepresented to him growing up. And so sex became something bad and became something dangerous and something he didn't want anything to do with. Now that man is married, he's an adult, and lo and behold, his wife enjoys sex. So she initiates sex. She wants sex. It makes her feel good, makes her feel close, makes her feel adored. So she initiates sexual contact. But when she does, he has a negative reaction and rejects her and doesn't want anything to do with her and then won't even touch her, no affection, no anything, because in his mind, how he's interpreting her sexual advances is that she's dangerous and she's trying to use him and she doesn't love him. She just wants his body and that she, she, is, she is filthy for even wanting sex in the first place. So obviously for this woman, that's extremely difficult to hear that's how her husband is interpreting her because it's not accurate. She doesn't feel those things. She does love him. She is committed to him. She just wants to experience him on a sexual level because it means so much to her. So that's another example of how this man's unhealed trauma from his past is skewing how he's interpreting his wife's behavior. So that's the first way unhealed trauma can make you a difficult spouse is it makes you have skewed interpretations of your partner's behavior. And skewed interpretations leads to intense emotions and then to intense behaviors. A second way unhealed trauma can make you a difficult spouse is because you can lean towards two eyes in. Now, this concept of two eyes, I've talked about this in other episodes, but as a review, we all have two eyes, literally, but also figuratively. And so some of us lean towards two eyes in in marriage, and that means you're self-absorbed. You're thinking about what you need first and foremost, what would be best for you, and you stay there. You stay on two eyes in. Others of us, we lean towards two eyes out. And that's where we get consumed with what our partner needs and what's going to make them feel good and what's going to make make their needs be met. And we lose ourselves in that process. And both of those extremes are toxic. The goal for all of us, no matter which way we lean, is one eye in, one eye out. And that's where I'm tracking me, what I need, how I feel. But simultaneously, I'm thinking about how's that going to make you feel? And what would be best for you? And what are your needs in reaction to mine? Or independent of mine? That's a one eye in and one eye out. That's a good partner right there. But if you have unhealed trauma... Usually, you have an insecure attachment from growing up. So some of you may know about attachment theory, and what attachment theory says is for a parent and a child to develop a secure attachment, the parent needs to read the signals of the child and then respond sensitively and consistently to the child's needs. And if a parent does that, a secure attachment is formed because that child learns, I can trust this person. They have my back. My needs are going to be met here. 
so they develop trust and a secure attachment. However, the opposite can also occur. So if the parent is ignoring the child's signals, not responding to the child's needs, or a mismatch of the child needs this, but the parent gives them something different. If there's a mismatch or a misreading of the signals or an ignoring of the signals, an insecure attachment can develop, and then that child learns, my needs can't be met. And so now I have a distrust towards this person. And the exact same thing happens in marriage. So if your partner has needs, which we all do, but you're unable to read those signals because you're focusing more two eyes in on your needs, so you miss their signals or you misread their signals or you dismiss their signals because you're so preoccupied with yourself, that's going to develop an insecure attachment in your marriage because you're going to feel like your needs don't matter and your needs are not being met. So it's a distrust in the marriage. So if you have an insecure attachment in your background because you've been mistreated, that's going to make you lean towards two eyes in where you become self-absorbed. And when we're self-absorbed, we don't notice our partner's signals. And even if we know what their needs are, a lot of times we refuse to meet them because we're too preoccupied with our needs. I can't do that for you because that rubs up against my need. I can't do this for you because that's contradictory to what I need. They don't search for a win-win, a one-eye-in, one-eye-out. And I've seen this a lot in my practice, especially when we go through the bucket list items. I've seen some people say to their partner, I can't do that for you. That's too hard for me. I can't do that and I won't do that. And that's one of the worst postures to have as a spouse. When you say to them, I can't or I won't, meet that top need of yours, something in your spouse starts to die because marriage just turned into a prison. Now, you never should try to meet your partner's needs in a way that's going to make you suffer. However, the goal is to find a win-win. So I hear what you're saying, what your need is. So let me think of a way that I can meet that in a way that's also going to work for me. That's a one-eye-in, one-eye-out. But if you have unhealed trauma, most likely you're going to lean towards this two eyes in, which is someone who is not reading the signals of your partner. And even if they tell you what their signals are and their needs, you're going to probably lean towards, I still can't meet it because I'm preoccupied with myself. That's two eyes in. And that is so difficult to be on the other side of you. So it's something to consider. So if you have a tendency to be two eyes in, or if you have a tendency to have skewed interpretations, most likely you have unhealed trauma from your history, from your upbringing, and you need some help. You need to see a counselor, someone who's trained in trauma, so they can help you work through those early origin issues that you had that's impairing you now for being a good partner. Like I said earlier, hurt people hurt people. So the more unhealed trauma you have in your past, the less likely you're going to be a sensitive and helpful partner today in your present marriage. If you enjoyed the episode today, please scroll down, click the five stars and leave a review. For more marriage resources, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com. That's D-R-W-Y-A-T-T-F-I-S-H-E-R.com. And follow me at facebook.com forward slash Dr. Wyatt Fisher or on Instagram at Dr. Wyatt Fisher. Also, if this podcast has made a positive impact on your relationship, I'd love to hear from you at info at drwyattfisher.com. And remember, your marriage is alive. 
If you care for it, it will thrive. And if you don't, it will die. The choice is up to you. Take care.